All right, a quick little bit of intro on this one. Uh, most of the pod went all right, but towards the end, we ran into a couple of audio sh- issues where uh, it just stopped recording on me for some reason. We started again and got another seven or eight minutes in before it, then it did it again. And because we we're coming towards the end, we just decided to call it there. But we got a good 40, 45 minutes of content in before that. So uh, not too much harm done. Hopefully, it'll be sorted the next time it won't happen again. But just to let you know when you're going into this one that there will be just an o- awkward break in the middle. Uh, before it cuts off a little or abruptly at the end, and then I'll be all chime in to just say it's all done. But yeah, enjoy the listen and uh, stay sports gasmic as always. again on the line on the uh, FaceTime connection. What'd it do? <laughs> FaceTime connection from Portland, Oregon. Um, time difference of fuck knows at the moment. Um, it's it's <laughs> The sun's out here. And the, hours? Yeah, okay, I, I don't know. It's gone back like Liverpool games are starting two hours earlier than they used to um, in the morning, which is really rough. Um, so yeah, the time difference with the daylight savings changes all over the world have really fucked with the schedule the last couple of weeks, but um, it's fine, but it, it will get to Liverpool later. But um, Timbers games uh, are usually on during the day here, so that's neither here nor there. Um, not that it's been that much fun, uh, but we'll start with it. So when you got back, uh, the San Jose game that was uh, that was something. That was <laughs> something, all right. Yeah, I, uh, that was. So down there, when I was down there, we caught the last, what second half of the Galaxy game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really thought, I really thought they got jobbed in that one. At least deserved a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe that's all they deserved was a point out of that one. Um, so coming home, jet lagged as fuck, trying to trying to figure out my life again and figure. <laughs> all right, you know, five o'clock Saturday, the Timbers are going to get a win. Like this is the one they're going to win. And I think everyone felt. Like, hey, there might not be many points uh, left on this road trip because there's some tough matches coming up. But, God damn it, San Jose has maybe been looking worse than the Timbers have, if it's possible. So, maybe this is our chance to grab three points. And, hot damn, that was gross. It was, <laughs> you know, it it was really deflating. And it's one game. Uh, and I think the reaction, both for myself and the collective timbers twitter which yikes uh um i think the reaction normally for one game that looks that bad you just say hey it's one game bad been, didn't show up but to compound it with what had been happening the weeks before that uh, i think everyone just kind of kind of lost their shit so um this weekend went into to it not expecting anything uh in fact had a housewarming party that we were supposed to be, I wasn't sure I'd even get to watch it. Turns out that the party had kind of settled down by that time. And so we turned it on and, and were able to watch most of it. And, um, you know, myself at least pretty pleasantly surprised. Uh, I don't just think they deserve the one point this time around. I think they deserved all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I, and I really mean that. I think Dallas's first goal was a load of horse shit. Uh, and maybe I just don't understand the rule fully, but, uh, they were in an offside position. It, it was deflected, in my opinion, not played off by Chara. So how that was given as a goal after 
I don't even think they actually reviewed that one. They just huddled, I think. I don't know if they actually went to the screen on that one. Maybe they did, but they gave it to him. Did it, t- um, did it touch Chara on the way through? I haven't actually seen the goal yet, but... Um, yeah, so it's in maybe... Sometimes, maybe sometimes they call that as the... like, yeah, I think the way it works, sometimes they just call it that as soon as it's touched and a defender on the way through, it's uh, it takes away the offside, which is sometimes a little bit annoying. Um, see, yeah. this one was... Our defender was... I'd have to see uh, it. Yeah. yeah, they were clearing it. Um, and it went past the guy, or it hit Shara and ricocheted back, and the guy was way offside. So, mm. um, I don't know. Yeah, you, you, you'll have to look it up and, and educate me, maybe. Because, again, maybe I'm wrong on it. Um, but that aside, the... Um, they got a PK for their second goal. Dallas did, and uh, it, yeah, it was it was probably a PK. It was a bad play. Uh, the guy didn't have any shot at the ball or any shot at a goal or a play on the ball. So I find that part of it a little bit questionable. But that one, that one, I can forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Timbers' goal was in the run of play and it was a beauty. Uh, and then they were absolutely fucking jobbed at the end to not get the point at least uh, for a clear handball, which they say is in a natural position. Uh, I've been walking or running or standing around wrong my entire life, clearly. <laughs> I guess you're supposed to have your, your, your hand up at your shoulder uh, outstretched a little. So uh, that was, you know, we, the Timbers are already having a rough year, clearly, and things they can't seem to catch a break or, or, or create a break for themselves, I should say. But it kind of felt like they finally did. They played, they played well enough um, in, in front of the, the 400 people maybe that show up in Dallas every weekend. And... <laughs> They finally played well enough and still got jobbed by this time the officials and the MLS. So uh, VAR can you know we we potted a month ago and I was like oh, VAR is not so bad right and and trying to kind of be like yeah don't don't hate it you'll learn to love it. Well I can come around and say fuck VAR right in the ass. Cause you're, it's, ju- uh, you're, you're joining me in, in anti-VAR. It's my my new group. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, it's it's like you've said. It, that was exactly what it's there to fix. Like clear and obvious misses and the fact that they even went to replay and still got it wrong. It's just, it's just an embarrassment and it's, it's, it's super frustrating. So yeah, it's, it's so funny because yeah. we talk, we talk about video review as a way of, uh, of counteracting human mistakes, but it's still a fucking human that's making mistakes in the VAR room anyway. So, uh, yeah. well, and then they send yeah. it back to the ref on the field uh, anyway. So it's just, it's still humans making decisions and they're, they're never going to always be right. So it's just, you're adding another layer of shit to the already, you know, and we're, most fans have accepted that there's the occasional real egregious decisions. Like, I mean, it's a different game, but that uh, we, it's fresh in memory still, the New Orleans Rams uh, game, you know, that mm-hmm. was, that was way out of, it was way, way out of the realm of a human mistake. Those ones are the ones that, that's why it's videos there for, and ironically, could they couldn't review that one. So there's the issue. There's the issue in itself, even though it's changed now. But um, so many of the other decisions that, when you put it into slow motion replay, that looks so much worse. When you, yeah, I think I can't remember if you've talked about it or or someone else has that they should probably just they need to watch it back in real time and make the decision based on yep. that, uh, unless it's something like a you know, a, a, a ball on the line kind of, or an offside decision, maybe they need to slow it down. But, you know, if it's just uh, the bang-bang plays that they're slowing down the, to, you know, frame by frame and, and dissecting, you're, you're, you're seeing so much more and probably you're tell- talking yourself into so much more that's not really happening there. It's just, you know, 
it's not gonna it's not gonna help the game in any way that to have these decisions go on a video and still still making mistakes and it's I don't I can't see a way that it's going to improve because there's always going to be a human mistake at some point in these video reviews. Yep, I I 100% agree. I think the real time speed uh, would make a world of difference. Uh, a perfect example of that was the the Texas Tech Virginia college basketball oh, final God, yeah. where the 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 game was pretty much you know you know wasn't decided but the game was drastically altered in a call that they replayed which in in real time i don't think anybody even looked at it like like uh, you know that's out of bounds that's texas tech ball that's off virginia boom let's let's move on mm-hmm. and then they went to replay all of a sudden and i think everyone was a little surprised like what are they reviewing there it seems pretty clear the guy came in and smacked the ball out of bounds and you know they slow it down to a millisecond you know per frame or whatever and you see that it grazed off the dude the ball handler's pinky at the very end and it's like that's not what replay was put in for. Mm-hmm. That Virginia guy came in and punched the ball out of bounds. And, you know, by the – by, of course, yes, we slowed it down to so slow. And, yeah, you can see that it barely tipped off the guy's pinky at the end. Well, like if that's what we've put replay in place to fix, then, then we're doing it wrong because mm-hmm. that is not what it should be doing. And that's what it's turned into. It's these, like, minuscule little things that are, like, fractions of a hair that are changing games. And it's like – that is the human element that should be in sports. It is like the, like the, like you said, the Saints one. Uh, or I remember back before replay, one of the things that was called we have to have replay. It was like a Packers playoff game where uh, the guy caught it and his knee never went down. Got up and ran it, but they called him down. And mm-hmm. I remember that was I was a younger kid, and I remember that being a call. Like we got to get replay and all that. These these big things that for sure are clearly wrong and everyone can see it except the referee because they're on the field they're busy mm-hmm. with a million other things those are the things that should be taken care of not these things that you could only find if you slow it down just at the slowest possible uh time frame and and, and break it down like that but that's not what it's for so yeah yeah and that and that's where i'm i'm it's coming into the Premier League next year, and it's, we're just going to have to deal with it. But I'm very, I'm very worried about my my mental state in the middle of another probably like ho- hopeful, hopeful close title race where we get fucked by VAR at some point, and and it's four o'clock in the morning, and I'm ten beers deep, and I've got to work in four four hours, and I'm just I can't imagine what what's going to happen. So I'm 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 scared. And uh, yeah. is it for sure? It's for sure coming. It's up? coming into the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought they had voted it down again or something, but. Well, man, unless I've missed some news, I, I yeah, I'm I'll do a quick Google as we're chatting, but yeah, I'm 99 percent sure it's coming into the Premier League. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a shame. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe that maybe they'll can't get, go. Maybe they'll get it right. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no clubs. There was an article that I just found on on Premier League's website from November 15th, like just last year, that the Premier League clubs have agreed in principle to introduce it for the 2019-20 season. So, yeah, it's coming. Um, I think especially with the fact it's in Champions League now, it's just it's one of those things that they've they've decided they have to get on board with. Um, so, and yeah, it's in Champions League itself, you know, there's been that many, there's been a few there that have been really controversial as well. And and, and, and again, they're the, often the ones that you just, you sit there and go, this wouldn't have even been looked at or, and they're, and they're slowing them down and, yeah, I I can't. Hopefully, it doesn't decide the Champions League in any way this year. I don't think they've been. Well, you know, United that handball one uh, helped them out massively. So, yeah, I don't know, yep. man. I'm 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 not happy with it. Um, 
me and Matt had a discussion about video <laughs> review regarding AFL last night as well on the on the pod and and I and I, I brought up a hot take way of bringing some video review into the AFL and obviously Matt disagreed with me and but I was more bringing it in as a way of framing the argument. Well, if we can't do this, then you just need to get rid of it entirely because the AFL's got some video review that doesn't work very well already and it's just. Yeah, um, the only one that I'm happy with is goal line technology. That's an that's an easy one for me. That's that's great. That's it's black and white. Yep. Um, you can't argue with it. Uh, you know, Liverpool. Uh, you know, we're millimeters away from having an opening goal against City, but I have no arguments with the fact that they called that the way it was because it was a millimeter still on the line. So that's fine. I I wish it had gone over. I think it's some terrible bad luck the way that game went, but that's that's football, and I can I, I can accept that. That's I have no arguments with that yeah. technology unless they tell me that the, uh, you know, in two years that they worked out the calibrations of how they measured that ball were two millimeters off in that game, then I'll be pissed. But, you know, as far as I know, that, techn <laughs> that technology works fine. So it's it's more than okay. And, you know, um, offside goals and whatever, you know, if they can call that, if they can, all those, those ones are just so easy to call. It's all, and again, like you said, they've brought in review and they're starting to review all the shit they don't need to instead of the things that, that we actually need it for. You know, which is just simple offside yeah. decisions that that lead to goals and whatever. But you know, we'll we'll see, we'll we're just gonna have to accept it. But oh, I'm, I'm still gonna stick on my anti-VAR. It's that's gonna be my thing for the next couple of years. So I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep keep railing against it and and until it, until it either fixes itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I'll have to I'll have to design some sort of logo for it just for just for the banter. Yeah. Um, you know, until they get it right or they get rid of it. You know, there's, there's, I can't, if it just keeps going the way it is, we're just going to keep arguing about it and it's not going to make the game any better. So, yeah, they got a lot of work to do. Uh, if they're going to bring it in, they got to keep working yep. out, not just not just tell us it is what it is because it's not good enough at the moment and it's not nearly good enough in any leagues, you know, around the world. It's all, you know, it's, it happens in Australia. It's been here for a year or two and, and it's pretty shit here quite often as well. So, yeah, long way to go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer that, that it, it has such an effect on the games, and I guess we do. You know, the the, the thing is though, we are stuck with it. it. It ain't going anywhere in any sport. It's it's here to stay, and technology is only going to grow in the games. Um, so, just hope hope that enough people are uh, vocal about it that the the changes are or at least strides are made to attempt to to make it a better system. But um, yeah, as far as the timbers go, you know, I do have to say like that like again that that. Uh, uh, the San Jose game was definitely felt like rock bottom. Uh, I, again, everyone's hopes were just dashed thinking, <laughs> all right, we maybe get some points and who knows what it starts. Um, and it was just a colossal, colossal shit show. Um, but that being said, you know, like I said, I, I firmly believe that two of the last three games, uh, they have looked like a team that can hang and grid out some points on the road here. And um, I don't know. I don't know what to think. There are, there's just, there's a lot of holes. Um, completely fascinating uh and i we the, the game was on mute when i was watching so i watched it but i didn't get to like hear much uh, breakdown or anything but mm -hmm. pretty massive move that valeri was not in the starting 11 um and i have to say you know you can't say it wasn't warranted he hasn't looked good and he's looked slow and um you know i hope it's just a knock or something that he's trying to to be the, the captain he is and, and fight through it and, and hope that that we haven't quite reached that 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 losing a gear if you will mm -hmm. uh, already but um yeah you know that's a big step that's an interesting um an interesting revelation i guess as a as a timbers fan to see 
Valeri not starting and to be coming in as a sub in the 20 minute, last 20 minutes. So, um, you know, if that is what he is, I mean, hopefully it's not, like I said, hopefully he comes around and, and finds form and gets fit. But if not, you know, there's a lot worse subs you could have come on in the 60th or 70th minute in the league. That's for damn sure. So, um, hopefully maybe we found something there or, or, you know, giving him the time he needs to get, to get right. Um, but yeah, I, I tweeted today, the road trip is going to be, I didn't tweet this, but the road trip is going to be rough and I don't see many more points, but you got to think maybe some breaks and bounces and calls go their way in, in a couple of these coming up. And uh, as long as they're fighting in the games, like two of the last three, um, then, you know, maybe again, maybe we'll get, get a point or three here, here and there. But um, I did, I was, I was driving by the stadium the other night, uh, yesterday afternoon and caught a glimpse of seen pictures, you know, the, the pictures of the stadium are floating around mm-hmm. um, social media, especially now that it's getting closer to getting done. And it actually looks like a stadium now, like a, you know, it's not just a bunch of concrete um, and the pictures look cool and it looks fun and special, but drove by there and, and there's a spot on 20th Avenue up in the corner by the Mac club where you can really kind of see in the stadium and see that, uh, that East stand and, Holy shit. It, it is going to be something to behold. And, you know, hopefully that's the booster the the, the, the three points are going to start flowing then because man, it, those seats are on top of that field. It mm-hmm. is insane. How like, just how steep that is. They're just straight up and they're, you know, it's going to be raucous in there and it's only going to hold that sound in even more. And uh, I, I just can't wait to get 24,000 people in there screaming and, and trying to will that team on. Cause, uh, yeah, it really it, pictures aren't doing it justice when people see it. They're going to I think it's going to it's going to blow some socks off. It's it's going to be awesome. So just just steal some <laughs> goddamn points on the road, please. Yeah, even just Fuck. Yeah, a couple of draws, you know, we we were all hoping for a win out of the San Jose one, but now it's just, you know, get a couple of draws and maybe and you know, if you get into that kind of run of form where you're starting to play a bit better and even if you're mm-hmm. uh, at, in the tough games, you're losing 2-1 or maybe scraping a draw. From that point on, uh, getting a win, snagging a win somehow isn't quite as far away as it seems at the moment. Um, yeah, yes. I went. I just went back while we were talking about that San Jose game. I remember I couldn't. I tweeted a couple, and there's a, the TA threat level that we've already talked about in the, the other pod. They tweeted just the Martin staff from Silicon Valley just going, "I quit," and my my <laughs> I retweeted with uh, just just chugs hard liquor until the infinite darkness begins to take over mind, body and soul. And that's just where I was at that day. <laughs> this isn't good, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, they they respond that they, I mean, it's a loss, but it's a, and we've often said we need to start, we need to get away from, you know, in regards to Oregon, the moral, the moral good losses are, have to stop at some point, but at least that FC Dallas result was a little bit more promising in, in the way the game ran and the, you know, you can you can rally yourself around the feelings of injustice as well. And Timber's Twitter wasn't certainly didn't shy away from the fact that they they I was quite, quite impressed with the way they they subtly stuck the heels into the uh, into the MLS about how they felt the game went. So, you know, you can find your points to rally around, and hopefully they can use that to start just building some. Even if they don't start getting too many results in the next game or two, just building some form and belief in in the squad themselves. So. We can see what happens. Uh, we'll be keeping, obviously, we'll be keeping track of it. So, I did wear my uh, Timbers jersey you brought me over um, the other day when I went down to watch Andrea play. It's very comfortable. I've, I'm hoping that very nice. Good. I'm, very, I'm hoping that I can wear it with a little bit more pride rather than people hoping people don't look at me and go, "Why are you wearing that?" That <laughs> that yeah. team's. I'll always <laughs> wear it with pride, but 
you know, it's it's ripe for anyone that knows what's going on to just give me shit if I'm walking around in it. So hopefully, hopefully we can start getting some wins in the kit because <laughs> it's it's a beautiful kit. Yeah, yeah, got them hoops. Yep. I like it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it it is funny. Real quick to just touch on, it's funny to see that they are in last place as well as, and I guess I haven't checked since the weekend result this past weekend but atlanta was also in last place at least as of six days or three days ago so uh i think there's something to be a little bit said of that uh that hangover of that's a short off season they you go play till december and then you're back in training camp in february so you literally have a month off a month and a half off you have the holidays off and then and then you got january which you're already starting to get back trying to get back into, into shape so um yeah, it's hopefully the, the and we touched on it last time I think a little bit, but the the new MLS playoff structure should be, it a it moves that you know finals November eighteenth now, so it buys back a good three weeks uh, for teams and there's not these it's not the playoffs aren't this seven game kind of saga if you're in one of those knockout games now it's four games and you're done so yeah, um, yeah it'll be interesting what that does to these teams because you, you definitely see the hangover uh, and it's no excuse they they both should be better but yeah. Um, Atlanta's up to tenth. Yeah, we'll tenth, see. Tenth now at the moment. I just looked it up. So yeah, they cut. I thought they cut. They cut a win last weekend. So, yeah. um, um, and you know, Portland. You know, they're they're eight points out of the playoffs at the moment. So, <laughs> what was it? Eight? You said? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, was the Sporting KC around sitting on nine, and um, and Portland's got one point. So obviously, yeah. So. Just gonna... yeah, I, I haven't bothered myself with the standings too much lately. I this is the first time I've looked at them for a while, and it's it's uh, it's bleak reading. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly not fun, especially when you look and see the other those those cunts from cunts from the state above us um, sitting up in second. But is what it is. Yeah, I was gonna say I know there's a I know there's a zero in their loss column still. So yeah, um, it would be so, it would be some nice shall po- not be named. It'd be some nice. Uh, po- uh, poeticism to uh have our first win and their first loss come in the same game that would be nice so um, I'm, I don't wait I'm, that re- long. I'm reaching for the stars it's a ways before when do we i was actually ways before we play them yeah all right well maybe maybe we can just be their first loss after we've had a couple of wins um yeah I but I'd, li- I'd like to, I'd, I like to I'd like to see them lose as well before then obviously so yeah we'll scratch that yeah. idea um <laughs> yeah uh have you been catching much of the rest of the MLS games or just keeping track of things as they go? Uh, a little bit here and there. Nothing nothing too much. I watched a little bit of uh, Kansas City this past weekend. And mm. I caught, I've caught a lot of LAFC, actually. I don't know what it is. I don't like them, but um, I think they're kind of a fun team to watch. I hate to say that. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're really fucking good. So, um, yeah, I've definitely caught more of that. And of course, they they seem to be on the they have the national draw these days, and they're on a lot. So mm-hmm. um, they're kind of that new that new sexy team. Um, so I've caught a lot of them, and I think they're really good. But otherwise, no, I, I clearly haven't watched a second of uh, of the scumbags up north. And um, yeah, it's it's one of those things we're joking about. I, we joke with hockey. Um, Brittany and I were talking just last night about how. We want a team so bad, and like I love watching playoff hockey. Why don't I watch more regular season games? I try to get into it, but I just can't bring myself mm-hmm. to watch it. And I tell her, I think if we had a team, you'd watch other teams. Not just obviously you're gonna watch way more because your team's in it, and, and yeah. you're watching them play. But your interest, like I watch way more NBA games that don't include the Blazers than than anything else because we have that team. So 
that to bring that back around, it's kind of one of those things where the Timbers have been so bad and showed such a lack of a pulse that it's been hard to be like, ooh, another MLS game. Let's turn yeah. this on to see who's <laughs> going to kick the shit out of us next. Like, yeah. Um, so I can't say I've been seeking it out too much, but but caught a couple of the teams that are on a lot uh, a few times, and they seem pretty good. They're better than us. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not a too high too high of a bar at the moment. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I guess we can uh, segue into uh, watching other teams play at the moment um, across the pond in England. Um, uh, I'm watching just as much Man City at the moment for the uh, opposite reason. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, another interesting week. Well, not interesting. Oh, this is a great weekend in the title race. Obviously, it would have been nice to see City drop points, but uh, they got the result at Crystal Palace, and you know they they look good. So it's uh, it's hard to see where they've got a couple of tough games to come. But um, that Liverpool game that was that was some that was one of the better better that- performances I've seen in a long time. Just considering the opponent, even if they're not in the Chelsea of old. Uh, obviously, still a formid- way very formidable team with a lot of good players. Yeah, I mean they're still in a. I mean, well, not today. Arsenal got the win, so. Um, but they were, you know, as of even with a game or two in hand that they had, they were in the Champions League spot still. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're not they're not the Chelsea that maybe that we've come accustomed to the last you know ten years, whatever. But they're still a good side. With I mean, they have maybe arguably the most talented player in the in the, the league right now, and. and I, I think you have a strong argument of, of Hazard being that guy. So, mm. um, yeah, it, I mean, you said, I can't remember your exact wording when you texted me, but Mo played, like, that's that's his best game this year for sure. He was a man on fire. And that goal, his second goal, or the second goal, his goal, was an absolute cracker. That was that was a thing of beauty to see. So, yeah, um, yeah hopefully they got their form and, you know, no team. It's DPL, and that's one of the beautiful things about that league and, and that title or that trophy being, I think, one of, if not the hardest trophy to lift in all of sports mm-hmm. um, is that EPL, EPL trophy because every single game matters. But from what we thought, you know, a month ago when we last spoke, uh, Liverpool are through their, their two that we kind of circled. And you got to circle them all, obviously, like I'm saying. But there too that we really circled is like okay this is where the Liverpool can maybe drop points they got through with six points mm-hmm. and the two that we were kind of circling for uh, Man City are still yet to come so yeah. you know I guess that's what you you hold your breath for and, and hang your hat on and not to say that Liverpool don't have points that they could drop ahead but on paper you'd like you, you would take them in any of their remaining games you'd hope so um, yeah just got to keep 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 grinding and keep put, getting those three points one, nothing four nothing, whatever the hell it is. I think goal differentials out of it now. So, um, yeah, just keep getting those fucking three points and you never know. Yeah. You never, yeah. You, that's the thing is, um, you keep putting the pressure on and that's, what's fun. It's such a, it's a heavyweight bout at this point where they're just trading punches and, you know, you know, city have the city, mm-hmm. have, city have that extra point from an earlier round. And, and, that, and it's just seeing what happens in the last few rounds and seeing who, who lands the heavier punch? And you know, it's a, it's a vague analogy because we don't actually play each, each other again. It's just it's seeing who can who can perform on the day against the opposing teams that they've got. The better. Um, it's it's tough because we know that we know it's out of our hands at the moment. So we're just going to keep, but we just keep doing what we're doing and see what happens. But uh, that uh, that result against Chelsea was just there's a lot of, there's a bit of history i mean we hadn't beaten chelsea at anfield in six seven years i think uh, six seven seasons it's been a long time since we that so they'd been that kind of team that uh 
was it a bogey a bogey team if you if you want to call it that or yep. whatever it was and there's obviously the unfortunate history of the uh the Gerard slip back in 2013-14 um which Chelsea's Twitter account decided they they'd tweet before the game which worked out very well for them obviously um yep <laughs> there's one tweet from I I I uh, had you listen to it at the Anfield rap podcast when I was driving over here just so you could get a get a feel for that one um I think we needed a translate. Something else. <laughs> uh, one of the guys that's on that just retweeted that video after the game and she said, "All right, you Tory cunts, how did that go for you?" So, um, throwing the poli- <laughs> I, throwing the I, politics have- in there as well, which is just just next level, the next level needle. But that's just the Liv- yeah Liverpool London rivalry. So yeah. Yep, I do have to say I did shit my pants a little bit when Robbo slipped. It seemed like he was in the exact same spot in the field. Like it seemed yeah. like a mere. It's like he did it on purpose just to troll them or something. Cause <laughs> he slipped and it it looked like they were. I'm not sure who it was for Chelsea. It looked like they were going to go on a clean break. It was it was, Higu- it, was Higu- it was Higuain um, that was right there. Okay. The ball. But luckily, you know, the difference between then and now is that we got fucking Virgil Van Dyke and and Allison back there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yep. yeah. No, I I yeah. I think I texted you at the time. I said PTSD was just kicking in hard because. I took yeah, I took exactly. that, that Chelsea result five years ago. I took that pretty hard. I think I I, I genuinely cried that day. I think because I just realized I think that was when the title. I was I'd finally got myself to the point of believing we we're going to win the title, and then that Gerard slip. And I, Gerard's probably my all-time favorite athlete, and I thought he was finally going to get his title. And it just it's one of those moments in time that I look back on as a moment where you know you just sit there and go, "This is why I believe there's no you know you just you take it to." lengths he never should because it is just a sporting moment but i remember sitting in sitting in a dark room that day just just thinking about life and it wasn't a good thing about life it was one of, so you know to have that redemption <laughs> a little bit of redemption um even if we don't win the title is to get past that result and even have that robo slip and just it just seemed like a like you said it seemed like a troll after the, after the fact and it all ended up okay um mm-hmm. and then yeah you've got a yeah, Jordan Henderson, who was suspended for that game back in 2013-14, just putting in one of the best little crosses I've seen in a long time like that. Yeah. You see it, the amount of overhit crosses or crosses just don't quite hit their spot. But that that little chip shot, I mean, we were talking about golf on the other pod earlier, like it was just so perfectly weighted. And Mane, all he had to do was, all the work was done for him, apart from him just putting it in the net. And it was just, that goal is obviously you know, overshadowed justifiably by Vassala's brilliant goal that was only two minutes later, but... Yeah, that's uh, that Henderson's uh, Henderson Mane connection for that goal was um, legitimately one of my favorite goals of the season as well, and it just got trumped like a a couple of minutes later by Salah's rocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a beautiful goal in its own right, but a completely different, you know, for different reasons. And, yeah, uh, yeah, two two pretty goals in succession, so quick like that. Um, yeah, made for a good little five minutes or so there. For yeah. Sure. And then, um, yeah, Chelsea came into it for about 10 minutes after where Hazard decided he was going to play um, for a 10 minutes. Um, yeah, for all the, the – he's a great player, but so I don't know where he was in the first half of that game. Um, yeah, there yeah. Was, it was a weird, weird game, but he had his 10-minute spell where – and I had this conversation with my brother last night. Um, I wonder if having a great goalkeeper in is what – I think it's a bit of luck that that, that shot went against the post, but – there is something to having a good goalkeeper in there. The striker on the ball has to actually, you know, if it was Mignolet, I think he scores that goal because I think he just doesn't think about it as much. He just thinks, if I put this on yep. target, I score. Allison there, he's probably in his in the back of his mind. I think strikers do think about who they're playing against as far as a keeper and they know 
their windows of opportunity where they need to try and squeeze the ball around. And I think he probably, I think it is a bit. Of, I've watched it back a few times, and I think he just, just it was just you know it's it's, inch, it's it's a game of inches. So, but yeah, I think having Allison and he Allison made a good save a couple of minutes later off a chance that you know has it miss hit slightly, but. Yeah, I think it was one of those games that really justified all the spend that Liverpool's had in the last season or two on, on defence and goalkeepers and then obviously our forward line as well. Because Firmino, even though he didn't score, had a fucking fantastic game too. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing. They're, they're firing everywhere. And, and I absolutely think there's something to what you're saying about a striker or a forward, whoever it might be. Definitely takes an extra second if they've got a world-class keeper on the other end. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think you get that in all sports, I think. You know, a DB may think twice before pinching or, uh, you know, like jumping her out if they're playing Tom Brady or versus, you know, uh, fuck, I don't know, I'm trying to think of some asshole that's not any good. I don't know. Uh, Jay Cutler back in the day. <laughs> Jay Cutler. There you go. Perfect. Jeez, brain fart. Uh, or, you know, in hockey, like I've got hockey on the screen here. And, you know, as someone who's played defense, like, you know, if someone, if you know some great stick handler, some great forward is coming down on you as defenseman or, is, is your man on defense. You're not going to pinch or whatever. So mm-hmm. those things absolutely go through their head. And, you know, whether it affected his shot that minute or not, who knows, I guess. But there's absolutely truth to that. Uh, hey, Avs are up 6-1. Jesus. What a, that's, um, a, that's a what? But, yeah, I, I that's a route. I would definitely agree that uh, he, he probably thought twice about that. And, you know, it does show some of those moves that I think people in the world football stage – maybe have uh scoffed at especially the Van Dyke one where people were scoffing at paying the defender that much and um he has been worth his weight in gold by far. He's he's pretty incredible. Um and uh you know Allison I don't know that people made too much stink about that this off season like they did the Van Dyke move, but I think people still really wondered if they needed that and Clearly, they did. They've become a different team on defense with him back there. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the Allison one left. I mean, it was overshadowed only a couple of days. I think it was a week later that Chelsea went out and spent even more on their keeper, which uh, we just put two past him. So fuck him. Um, <laughs> uh, he's he's had he's had an okay year, but he's had, he's had some mishaps as well. So you know that's probably helped us out as well. That you know, when another team goes and spends more on a keeper just after you've made the record signing and. And Allison certainly the only the only knocks you've had on him is he tries too much sometimes because he he's a, he's a Brazilian yeah. he's a Brazilian goalkeeper and says fuck it I could be an outfield player too and he he does actually have a pretty <laughs> good he does have a decent passing range and a good touch on the ball and sometimes just gets caught with it but he, he's um no he's a, he's a fantastic buy and every single every single move he's made the like, even Naby Keita in the last few games has finally started to look a little bit more confident still gets caught in the ball a little bit sometimes yeah. and I think that's just him still getting used to the pace of the game sometimes but. Um, he's obviously he's coming to he scored a couple of goals the last few games even if there was a little bit of luck in some of them he's still got to be there you know Michael Scott said Wayne Gretzky said 100% shots are not taken you know <laughs> whatever that one is yep. um, yeah so and, and Fabinho is obviously been fantastic as well so yeah the squad is there and um, even if it doesn't happen this year it's still as we've said on previous pods it's uh, we're in good position um, so no, I was just looking quickly. Yeah, that's interesting, um, interesting about Fabino. I, I need to send you uh, – you probably don't subscribe to The Athletic. Um, no. They had an interesting article, I think it was today, about about Jordan. The, the article was all about Henderson but um, and about, about him being out for those three games back in 13-14 in mm-hmm. and how, how that was detrimental for that, that run. Um, 
but also talking about just how he's been so willing to adapt and everything and that how Fabino now is allowing him to play his true position instead. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not having to take that role, that, that role anymore. So um, that, that, that aspect alone, like obviously Fabino has been good in his own right, but uh, the fact that he's freeing up Jordan to be able to play more his true style that he's comfortable in and enjoys playing it only makes him that much more valuable. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it's a great team. That's gotta be like, because of what I was saying earlier, I, the confidence is starting to grow and maybe I shouldn't let it, but I'm starting to become confident, but one game at a time. Yeah. One, let's, yeah. let's, let's finish Wednesday off and, and worry about next weekend there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it. It's like, it's kind of like, you've got that four cup finals feeling now, cause it is just four games we've got to play and, we just maximize points in every one and leave it up to City. And as long, I think that's what's good is that right now City keep winning their games, but we keep winning ours, and we're not making it easy on them. They can't, they can't slip. And um, you know, if they win the title on ninety-eight points and we finish in ninety-seven or even ninety-five, if we drop a point here, um, it's still the great. It's the greatest title race of all time. Um, it's building up to be. Some people might say the the United City one back in twenty was it twenty twelve. That was the greatest finish to a race, but it wasn't the race itself wasn't quite as ex- this one is two heavyweights just going at it for record seasons. You know, Liverpool season would yeah. win, the, win the league almost any other year. Uh, so the race yeah. itself is, you know, that finish to that one where Agrero scores that 94th minute winner. That was a great finish to the race. It was dramatic, but they never should have been in that position, to be honest. They should have been winning that game a lot more easily. So whereas this yeah. race is just two two fantastic squads with probably the two best managers in the world at the moment going at it in the same league so with two very distinct styles of football it's just everything about it is is wonderful to watch and you know as much as I hate City and the way they built their team I don't I have no respect at all for their owners and um, whatever but Pep Guardiola is a great coach and they've got a lot of good players so as a team you know trying to leave you know split it from the team versus the ownership they're they're a great opponent to be against and you've got to you got to give them the respect even if they don't have as nearly as many fans turning up to games I had to get that one in there yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just what you said. Like, Liverpool finishes the if if they take care of their side and they finish out the next, they get twelve points here, and they end up with one loss on the season, and they lose out to City because of a few extra draws. Like, I mean, you know, it doesn't hurt any less, but at the same time, like, goddamn, like what you can't really ask for much more. Like, to ask your team to be like, yeah, you're only gonna win, or you're only gonna lose one Premier League game this year. Like, really? That that's it's not something you're gonna ask for at the start of any season. So, um, yeah, it's been a special season. It's been fun. I I I'm just praying and hoping they get. Uh... Well, as you can tell by the little interruption there from Ryan Gosling in Blade Runner, that we have had come to our first little unscheduled stop in the program. So. Uh, we'll be getting right back to it. Uh, we just kind of tried to start off and get going for the next uh, eight or nine minutes. So it's coming again. Don't worry. All right. We had a little uh, mishap there for a second. Uh, GarageBand just decided it had overloaded, but we're back on anyway. So Vince, you were saying, I think you were finishing on praying. Yeah, yeah <laughs> which I don't do, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just hope that Liverpool comes out with a trophy that, to be rewarded for what they've done this year. If not to, that, that would be pretty fun, but mm-hmm. uh, won't get too greedy. Just one trophy um, to reward at least with, with the crazy season they've had, which has just been unbelievable. Yeah. Um, 
but I guess I have to ask you as being the more lifelonger. And I know we've talked about this before, I guess, but which now that we're this deep in, there's four games left in each in each trophy race, I guess, if you will, or potentially four in one mm-hmm. of them. Um, if you only, if you were told today they're only getting one, no matter what happens, which one do you want? Oh, Premier League, yeah, yeah, without okay. question, yeah. Okay. I mean, and we're one of the few teams that's probably in that position to say that because I think if City fans were asked the question, they'd probably answer opposite. Um, I mean, they're good enough that yeah. they can say, "Fuck it, we're going to win all four. But um, yeah, I we've I've seen them win one, the greatest Champions League final of all time. I watched them win that one, and I've seen them play in two others, unfortunately losses, but. And our history is that we win the Champions League. You know, we've won five of them. Uh, so it's we're, we're spoiled as Liverpool fans, even if only one of them I experienced as a living Liverpool fan. But uh, the other ones I've certainly watched back plenty of footage of and I've watched the full games of a couple of them. And so, whereas the Premier League is just, that is that great white, you know, the, that's the, uh, the the great white whale kind of thing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, um, it's the elephant in the room, whatever you want to say. It's uh, it's what we need and the fans, you know, that's what we did was win titles and it's been 29 years now. And if we don't win it this year, then uh, it's for the first time in a long time. I'm hopeful for the next year that there's a genuine challenge in us again. Um, so, but yeah, I definitely want the Premier League title. It's without question. I, I don't even need to think about it. It's just, that's what we need. It's what we, what we're trying to achieve and yeah, it's... We we're we're in with a shot against one of the greatest teams of all time, and that's all I can ask for. Um, I I didn't think this challenge as good as how good it's been this year was in us quite until next year. So we're already a year ahead of where I th- thought we'd be. I was thinking that we'd probably be a little bit closer, uh, comfortably in the top four, maybe second, third. Uh, but I didn't think we'd be four games out from the end of the season and still be uh, you know City have a game in hand, but we're top of the table, so that's that's a great place to be. Yep. And you know, we were talking about uh, the uh, the record that Liverpool has, only having one loss. And I just it reminded me to think of uh, you know Arsenal's year back in two thousand four, when they won the title without losing a game, and they finished that year on ninety points. So we could uh, realistically, we should be bettering that. Um, obviously, with the games we have left, and we're already on eighty five points, so we could we're, we're going to better the Arsenal Invincibles year and possibly not win the title. So. To do that is just, you know, at this point, you just sit there and go, there's not much more we can do. Apart from, you know, there's a couple of results yep. that we dropped points against Leicester and West Ham. Weren't good games, but those games happen. You know, City have had those those this year as well, and it's just who has more of them. And if it's one point in it at the end of it, then there's not much you can do. So, yeah. We can talk. Oh. Yeah. Dirty fucking play. (laughs) Sucker punch and a half. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to look at the highlights after. Um, There's there's a tangent for you. There's a hard transition for you. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, no. Avalanche hockey on in the background on Vince's side of the on Vince's side of the recording. So, um, I could possibly put. I should put it on my computer as well. Um, But yeah, uh, switching to Champions League. yeah, obviously it's um, it's in our hands uh, to at least get to the semi-final. Yep. So, uh, there's yep. not. I mean, there's not. That performance was good. I we I think we could have if we'd wanted to push for the result. Uh, we got the result. Pushed for more goals, we could have. But I think there was there was some criticism of the fact that Liverpool didn't push on. But I think there was also Klopp genuinely had his eyes towards the weekend. He knows he's going to manage his squad. So, 
and the team did as well. And they knew that, you know, I think they didn't want to do what they did against Roma last year and get five, but then give up two. They just didn't want to, I think they wanted to get out without giving the, giving Porto an away goal. And they did that. So, and they got two, two themselves. So good, what you call a good professional performance. Absolutely. I think they're, I think they're very uncomfortable at this point. I would, I would think they are, um, you know, realistically, if they come out gunning in the next in the first thirty minutes uh, on Wednesday or Thursday for you, but um, yeah, there's no reason you get up three zero on aggregate and have that away goal in your hand in your pocket, mm. knowing they got to get to four. I mean, I think you know they can't put it on cruise control. We've seen crazier things with you know, last year with Barca blowing up or coming back from a five nothing or five goal deficit or whatever it was or four. Uh, you can't, you know, these are these are world class teams all around, so you can't give up or anything like that. But I think mm-hmm. they come out in the first thirty minutes, really push for that opener. Uh, that's putting Porto in a really tough spot. And again, maybe uh, to some extent, you you can you can start thinking about the weekend uh, already. But uh, yeah. yeah, they they got themselves in a, in a nice spot. Uh, what the fucking fuck? Well, there we go. That was the end of it. Um, both little movie clips that I put in there is genuinely how I was feeling at the time the first one I just kind of was like god damn it and then when the second one happened again and it decided to just shut down on me I don't know garage band was having an issue and unfortunately I don't have any other backup recordings happening at the same time uh that's what happened so I was very what the fucking fuck um but yeah we were pretty much getting towards the end so I decided we've been uh, off air that we just need to call it on that since we'd already caught, recorded one for the day and we uh, going pretty well so that was it I uh, hope you enjoyed it a uh, little bit of an awkward way to finish it up but you know whatever until next time stay sports Beers. beers <laughs>